Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I want to talk to you in this podcast about the difference between Donald Trump and conservative values. You know, a lot of you who listen to this podcast are not necessarily conservatives. You say that you're moderate or maybe you're even left-leaning, but you like listening to what I talk about here because it's stuff that gets you fired up or, or you like to disagree with me or maybe you agree with me once in a while. And so I'm delighted to have you listening. But I, I'm often concerned that people, especially people who aren't conservatives, will think that Donald Trump represents conservatism. And that Trump, Trumpism and conservatism are the same things. And the fact is that you are dealing with two different things. You have conservative values on the one hand. You have traditional American values. You have fundamental principles that makes a person right of center on the current political spectrum in America. But then you have Donald Trump's approach to championing those values that can often make even conservatives who are committed to those values uh, nervous, scared, and concerned about what he's doing. Let me give you an example. I have long believed that we needed to adjust the whole matter of tariffs and duties in our society. Our trade imbalance is absurd. Uh, There are countries we actually provide the defense for who will charge us as much as 300% for for products that we export into their country. Now, that is just a matter of bad trade negotiation and a lack of regard for the nation. Now, I'm not a guy who walks around with a Make America Great Again or America First hat or T-shirt on, but I certainly think that the job of the American government is to make sure that we're in a strong position regarding trade in the world. And, And there are actual products that we export into countries that we pay for the defense of where there's as much as 100, 200, 300% tariff meaning the fees for importing, uh, on, on those products. Well, that's absurd. Somebody's asleep with the switch or somebody's betraying their duty. So I've long believed as a guy who loves this country and wants to see it strong, wants to see it be fair with other countries, but wants to see it vital and strong, that this needs to be negotiated. I think we need to renegotiate some deals with Canada. I think we need to renegotiate some deals with Europe. Uh, There's just no question. If you care about your country uh, and and you want to see vibrant trade happening happening across borders, and by the way, I believe in free trade. Um, When goods and services uh, cross borders, armies usually don't. And so it's, it's a good thing to have happen. And by the way, most of the world leaders believe that there was a need for renegotiating the deals uh, with America, that, that that imbalance had occurred, that we'd had weak negotiators in time has passed, weak national positioning. And of course, just like any other business deal, um, if we'll let them screw us, they will. And so even, even some of the leaders in Europe and some of the leaders in Canada were saying, yeah, these deals need to be ne- renegotiated. But what happened? Donald Trump, believing the same thing I just said, and I was glad that he believed it, went to Canada and bullied everybody. He went to a G7 meeting and he 
bullied everybody. He just, I'm sorry to use strong language, bitch slapped Trudeau, Prime Minister Trudeau. He offended Merkel, one of our primary allies in the world. He mistreated the prime ministers of France and England. Um, sat, you, you remember the famous picture of him sitting there with his arms crossed and almost everybody, every leader of every Western nation in the world leaning in, trying to get him to make any kind of sense. So here on the one hand, you have a conservative value that, that I think most patriot Americans believe in, and that is that we ought to have fair trade, free trade. We ought to have uh, low tariffs. Uh, we, we ought not be penalized, especially in countries that we provide huge amounts of foreign aid to and that we provide the defense defense for, or at least the majority of the defense. But Trump went up there with his personality and made it not about the issue involved, about which, by the way, most Western leaders were in agreement, but instead he made it about his personality, his bluster, his bullying, and his you know, pursing out his lower lip in kind of a childish rant approach. Then he humiliated leaders. Well, you know what? You might, if if you're fair and kind, be able to renegotiate with people. But if you humiliate them, if if you embarrass them in front of their voters, if you embarrass them in front of their nations, if you treat them them like little children, they're going to fight you just out of their sense of embarrassment and their need to prove themselves, not on the principle, not on the issues involved. And that's exactly what's going on. Now, We've got a trade war going on with China, of all things, and I'm sitting here in Tennessee as I record this podcast, and there are Tennessee industries that are hurting now because the president who promised to put America first has actually engaged in a trade war that's hurting Tennessee industries. In fact, watch our elections. There's a man named Bredesen running for governor, and he's running on this very issue. Uh, I'm sorry, he's running for a senator, and he's running on this very issue, and he might actually win. Why? Because he's hitting that populist tone in this state where there's serious dissatisfaction with how Donald Trump has handled this issue. Well, you know, there are, there are other matters like this. For example, we saw Trump go to NATO and say to them, you're not paying enough for your defense. The United States is providing far too much of your defense, your prosperous countries. You guys should pay as much as 4% uh, for total defense within NATO. Well, Quite frankly, he was right. Things had become imbalanced. There was need for renegotiation. Again, Angela Merkel, uh, Prime Minister of of Germany, agreed. Prime Minister of England agreed. Macron agreed. Uh, I mean, you just go on and on and on. Uh, There was not going to be a lot of fight. They knew this was coming. They knew and they were waiting for an American president and his negotiators to step up and renegotiate these deals. And finally, that moment came. But Trump went over there again. And here's the difference between conservative principles and his personality. And he again humiliated them. He slapped them around. He spoke ill of them. And he actually made enemies of people who were standing there ready to renegotiate long-standing treaties that they knew were unjust. Just no one from the American government had stood up and pressed that case. So, Again, if you'll pay $100 for the chocolate cookie I'm trying to sell you, I'll let you pay $100 for it. But don't come back to me later and get mad at me because I ripped you off. No, you agreed to pay that much for that cookie. We have to renegotiate the deal if you're unhappy. But 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 I should never come back and accuse you somehow of, uh, of illicit dealing. That's what Trump did. So now we've got sour feeling. We've got trade wars happening. Uh, we've got... Uh, you know, Harley Davidson actually moving production of its uh, 
motorcycles into other countries to avoid the tariffs. I mean, it's, 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 it's a bad situation. All of this, again, is not because anybody disagreed on the issue, but because Trump went and played his bully, stuck out lower lip, stubborn approach and wanted to handle all the negotiations himself. There is an art to diplomacy, and that's why we have professional negotiators and diplomats, and they should be handling this stuff according to the direction of the president. But Trump likes to be out in front of it. He likes the cameras. And so here again, you have conservative principles, which is don't expect us to pay for the defense of the world while you're sticking it to us on tariffs. That was a valid thing to say. And by the way, that's not just conservative. Uh, People on the left, people and Democrats have said that as well. But no, we have to make it about a personal fight between between Donald Trump and other leaders in, in the world. Um, I, I want to say, for example, I've said it many times in this podcast that I'm pro-life. I'm absolutely pro-life. And I'd like to see Roe v. Wade overturned. And I, I'd like to see abortion uh, made illegal in this country unless there's threat to the life and well-being of, of the mother. And that's very, very rarely. Sure, that's what I believe. Fight me in, 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 in the court of public opinion. Uh, fight me in the marketplace ideas. Fine, that's what America's all about. But that's what I believe, and I'm not alone. And surveys show that a slight majority of Americans believe exactly what I believe. However, Trump decides to tweet about how women ought to be arrested, they ought to be penalized, they ought to be jailed for getting abortions. Well, you know, I've actually worked a bit on the board of crisis pregnancy clinics. I've actually seen the devastation of unwanted pregnancies. I've actually seen the problems women have, and I have great compassion for them. I don't want to see them turning to abortion, but I understand the pain. I understand the humiliation. I understand the loneliness. I understand that they're often ostracized and so on. And I don't want to see them arrested. I don't want to see them vilified. I don't want to see their pictures put up on a uh, on a wall like they're some kind of fugitive from justice. I want to see them helped. I want to see homes offered. I want to see alternatives provided. Well, again, Trump tweets about the, you know, the, the arresting and the penalizing of these women. He vilifies them. He gets the, 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 the core of women voters to hunker down. Now we're not having a, a debate about abortion as a moral issue. We're having a debate about the criminalizing of abortion, the criminalizing of women, and, and a kind of a misogynist moment, a Me Too moment in America. Well, that's not the point. So, so the thing I want to say is that there are solid conservative principles that are rooted on the Western legal tradition and natural law and, yeah, the Judeo-Christian heritage of not just this country but the Western world, and they need to be considered. These principles need to be considered. They need to be articulated in the modern world. Uh, they need to be defended, uh, and, and that's pretty much where I lean. But what we're often dealing with are not those principles but rather the results of Trump's personality. They are too different things. So am I glad he championed some of these? Yes, but I wince as I say that. If you could see me, I have a slight facial tick on the right side because when he champions something, he makes it about him. He makes it about bludgeoning. He makes it about insults. He makes it about hurting our allies. And so the debate becomes about something other than what it actually is. Am I a right of center conservative? Yes, but I liked the phrase that uh, the Bushes used years ago, compassionate conservative. I'm not conservative because I want to be rich and damn everybody else. I'm conservative because these are the traditional values that Western culture was built upon, and they largely arise from the Judeo-Christian faith, and they ought to be considered in the world. Let's pay attention to conservative values, traditional answers to our problems and our challenges, and let's make it less about Trump's 
personality. And for those of you who don't agree with me politically, please understand there are some of us who are aware of the offense of his personality, but we're trying to champion values that are at the bedrock, at the basis, at the undergirding the Western tradition, uh, the Western democracies, Western republics, and certainly the foundation of our society. And we're not just nutcases coming up with new ideas because, because Donald Trump decided to run for president. Let's have a noble debate and let us, both left and right, filter out the bullying aspects of Donald Trump's personality so we can have a noble debate and come to some righteous decisions and directions in our country. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.